Romans, the sixth chapter, we'll read down through verses 1 through 11. If you have it, say amen. Give you some a little bit more time. God is awesome. Because somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do we have it? Let's read. What shall we say then? Shall, shall we, we continue, continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Bow your heads up for the building. Amen. Most heavenly Father, in the name in of the Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. Right now, in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit of hindrance in the name of Jesus. We come against the works of Dokmandariarabosa. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray right now, God, that you bless your people, Lord. Give us the words, oh God, that will gain us eternal life. Help us and strengthen us for our journey, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Lord, we ask you to bless your manservant. Be clear to speech, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. The subject this morning is good news. A lot of times we get so caught up in the bad news that we forget there is good news. We get caught up in the point that we're living in a pandemic, but we forgot there is good news. We forgot that because we keep looking down instead of up, that the sun is still shining. 
So this morning I come to remind you that there is good news in spite of what you're going through. When you look at the fact that we're all gripped by certain kind of situation that is affecting our lives. But I want you to know that you're not your own. You're bought with a price. When you look at the fact that in the book of Romans, we're talking here about what God came in the flesh and uh, what Jesus did on our behalf. I don't care what's going on. You should be excited uh, because you remember the good news. There are all kinds of the drastic situations and there are all kinds of words that are going forth in this hour. People have reached an emotional disparity like no other time in the history of mankind. You find that we're in the midst of a war almost. But I still come to tell you this morning there's still some good news. I know you are afraid for your life. You keep on dealing with the fact what if I die? But I come to tell you what if you live? I got some good news. God said me to tell you or to remind you today you done forgot your death has already been buried in your death your funeral has already been preached and Jesus preached it when he said I'll rise again I come to remind you to be absent from the body is still for you to be present with the Lord. And not only will you be present, but you shall forever be present. Do I have a church this morning? A lot of times we talk about all the things that we go through and we forgot everything that we go through. Jesus has already been through it. Do I have a church? Is there anybody out there? I don't know if you realize it. There's no disease that is known to man that God had not healed. Do I have a church? Is there anybody out there? And I come to tell you or to remind you about the good news because he died and because he suffered you have a right to be healed. Hallelujah. If you got sickness in your body this morning I come to tell you I got some good news. Healing is in your future and healing is on its way. Hallelujah to God. The 
It's not a real problem. We just have a memory lapse of what God has already done. I need you to understand this was done before the foundation of the world. And it just got to catch up with you. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. So when we begin to look at the down and we feel down and out, I come to tell you the Bible had it right. Weeping may endure for a night, but I got joy on its way. You gotta tell yourself. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. When you begin to see that even before you get sick, the Lord is already Hallelujah to God. You mean to tell me that's why you go in with a confirmation. You gonna be healed because the word of God is catching up with you. Hallelujah to God. It's not based on you, but God's got a heart in his word. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. So when you begin to feel down in the dumps, I double dog dare you to tell yourself I'm going to pick up the 66 books because I got some good news in there. Do I have a church according to the Walker Dictionary? Good news means something or someone pleasant. 42 or otherwise positive. I feel like talking to Coco this morning. You may be broke down on the inside, but I got some good news this morning. He that shall come will come, and he will not tell see about you this morning I come to tell every child of God don't worry about what's missing don't worry about the pain don't worry about the trial help is on the way hallelujah hallelujah God, when you look at it as 
as it's divided and is defined in the Greek it means to announce look at God you want to be sad you want to be bound in the dumps but I can see God this morning telling Gabriel blow your horn cause I got an announcement for every child of God this morning about what you're going through I got some good news you forgot you got a healer you forgot you got a deliverer you forgot you got a way maker I feel like walking around. God's got an announcement, especially for your situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. It means also to bring good news it means to preach it means the gospel have you ever wondered why as long as you've been saved why is it just a refresher when you hear about salvation you get cranked up all over again Cause God reaffirms Not only what he said to you But he reaffirms What he did for you And you ought to get the glad glad God said it in I believe it And that settles it for me I don't have to feel good To be saved I don't have to feel good To be healed and delivered My salvation, my healing Is based on the word of God Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And when you look at it in the good news in dictionary.com, it is someone or something that is positive, encouraging, and uplifting, and desire, or to the like, brother, sister, when you start feeling good, and when your joy comes back, you've been in the midst of a situation, and all of a sudden, you feel like going on, you tell every devil out of hell Bring it on, bring it on Hallelujah I come to remind you You had a visitation from the Lord And you knew it not You had a Jacob experience Somewhere between night and day 
situation down and right now you should be able to get the glad glass I don't know why I have some good days and I don't know why I have some bad days but this I know my good days outweigh my bad days and I Church, uh, this is the old man. Uh, I 
I'm a new man in, in Christ Jesus. And I don't walk according to the flesh. Do I have, do I have a tattoo? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when, when we get the good news in the message of Jesus Christ, that's why I bow down. And that's why I broke kisses. And that's why I wink at him. Hallelujah. That's why I love him.
the good news of the kingdom. You couldn't help when you were out there before you found God to act like a sinner. But now that you found him, you got a choice. I believe that's why God was so ticked off at the nation of Israel after he brought them out of bondage, walked with them in the wilderness, and they what couldn't get it. You got a choice. Joy is a choice. Healing is a choice. Deliverance is a choice now. Do you know how many days you have to talk yourself into being there? You know how many days you have to talk yourself being mad at folk? Do you know how many days you have to beat yourself up not to feel worthy to be saved? Because you're struggling with the fact that God did it and you didn't have to do nothing but receive it. I don't want my independence back when it comes to God. I don't want to save myself. Lord, save me. If you got to save me from me, save me from me, but save me. I don't want my flesh to cause my spirit to miss out on an eternal destination. That has already been mapped out. I done already died and God done had my funeral. You died too. You're a dead man. You're a dead woman. There's no more excuses for what you do if you don't do right. Now, can you imagine? Every few months, you got to go to the cemetery and straighten out an argument with your relatives in the cemetery because they don't like who somebody put next to them. They're dead. Something I learned, God taught me a lesson. Uh-huh. It was, it, if you're dead, folks can't get on your nerves. If you're dead, a lie can't hurt you. If you're dead, the noisy neighbors can't bother you. The problem is, you're trying to be alive when you're dead. Come 
it's hard to give up the control. That's why folks have a problem putting folks in the ground the way they want them to put them in the ground. I know Robert. I can tell my wife I want to be put in all black. She's going to slap some color in there. She's going to tell that undertaker, good. I don't care what you do to him. I don't care. You ain't got to tell him. Just make sure you look him, make him look like he's asleep. So if they got a cake three inches of makeup on me, that's what they're going to do. Her vision is not my vision. When are you going to let God's vision be your vision and realize his vision for you is not your vision? If we, if God would reveal how many times we argue with him, about what he wants to be done because we can't see it the way he said it. You don't have to. He's God. Follow him. I wondered. Have you ever wondered when Jesus was going to the upper room and he told his disciples uh, getting ready the next day to go into Jerusalem on the coat of an ass like it was prophesied in Isaiah. Told him when you see the master and he asks you why you untie his ass, you tell him the master have need of him. I was wondering now, maybe the man didn't know which master it was. But the fact that he said the master Every slave knows that when the master speak, don't nobody mumble nothing back. So when are you going to get some slave sense? We still trying to save ourselves, our way. Uh And you already told me you wouldn't die for me. And I already told you, me either. I wouldn't die for you either. God already figured that thing out a long time ago. When he looked in the book and he found out well now one of them clowns jump up and die for another clown and matter of fact your blood wouldn't be no good if you did die come on here we got sin deposit in all of our blood work so ain't no sense in crossing your eyes looking out your window and talking about the sin. You need to go to the mirror and tell God, get it all out. Get it all out. I need it all out before I see you. I need it from my head to the toe, from the ruler to the tutor. Get it all out. You, 
realize that we've got good news that the sin has already been taken care of. Well, where's your joy? You should be able to do like the old church. Let's go sweeping through the city. All of my issues and my problems have been taken care of once and for all. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish I had a living church. We were buried with him in baptism unto his death. Oh, oh, that's why it ain't good. It ain't good to just get sprinkled. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You tell them I can't let nothing stick out. Don't even let my nose stick out above the water. Put, put me all the way down. They say it used to be six feet. I don't know how many come folks say now they, can, they don't have to quite take your six. But you need to make sure you immerse. If they're putting you in a bathtub, tell them you got to get a bigger one because I'm a big bubba. I need everything covered. I need everything covered. You may need a water trough, a horse watering trough. Cover me from head to toe. I don't want nothing sticking out because when the devil come back, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I don't want that. I'm dead. I'm dead. When do you see a, gro a dead man at the grocery store? You don't see them there. They got one place. The graveyard. So when are you going to start hanging out at the holy graveyard? When are you going to start Letting your flesh rob you of your victory. Oh, death. Look, can you imagine? Look back. Oh, death, where is your state? Oh, grave, where is your victory? You don't have no victory over me. Why are we giving up our victory? says we have been planted together in the likeness of his death we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection you got a right to walk different don't settle for walking like you did a long time ago Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. That the body of sin might be destroyed. And look at what you're doing everything for your body. I can't come to church, I'm tired. I got to go get something to eat. My foot hurt, my left eye hurt, my nose hurt, my eye hurt, my ear hurt. You dead, you don't supposed to be feeling no pain. You got a stale taught telling God, I'm supposed to be dead and this ain't supposed to be happening to me. 
No, you got too too much sense to talk like that. You can say what you want to. I still feel it. Keep on feeling it. It's going to rob you of the resurrection or rise. It's going to rob you of your faith. And if you notice this, it ain't about the chicken and the car and the car won't go. It ain't about uh, ring around the roses. It's about your faith. You know, a lot of times when we get behind the eight ball, Lord, I sure need to get some extra money so I can pay these bills. Uh, didn't your flesh do that? Uh, last time I checked, it's your flesh that make you overspend and cause you to live beyond your means. So it should point out to you, you got a natural problem. Your flesh didn't start back growing, and your spirit man is start back dying. So you're living in the reverse. You remember that movie that came out some time ago? The, the man was born an old man. Then as he got older, he got younger. And then he died. Oh, there she go. There she go. There she go. <laughs> Saints, we can't live in reverse. You got to remember the good news. This old man has died. Yes, Why can't you tell yourself? Getting mad and acting a fool like the old Larry Hill ain't supposed to be in here. You acting like where you came from, not where you're going. No, it's it would be nice, but we don't realize that's good news. Cause you got more choices than you're taking. You got more choices than you in. Do I act a fool? Or do I act say? Do I curse somebody out? Or do I use this tongue to praise God? And bless God? Because God ain't going to accept this tongue to curse and bless. It's got to either curse or bless. When I was out there, I was a good four-letter word user. I'm only here now. I use five words. Five letter words. Praise God, Jesus. Praise God, Jesus. Praise God, Jesus. You better grow your vocabulary. But there's some good news in this. The old man is crucified with him. That the body of sin may be destroyed. Now, if your body waking you up in the middle of the night, telling you to go to the bathroom, that's okay. But it's making you up in the middle of the night, let's go to the club, let's go to the hole in the wall. 
Now we dead. I'm dead. You gotta worry about my nigga killing me. I'm dead already. Be destroyed. The body of sin may be destroyed. You got to kill it. You got to smother it. You got to strangle it. You want to kill everybody else, but let's kill some of that in you. What's wrong with you doing a... I'll beat the life out of you. Beat the life out of you. You need to die. And that's good news. Ain't nothing bad about telling you you need to die. You got heaven to gain. We don't serve sin no more. You know, everybody in here been a busboy. A waitress, somebody that carried trash, you gonna get messed up. The tub started leaking. Somebody put some stuff in there and you rush them real fast and it pop out and get on you. You did that in service. Why are you supposed to be serving God? You're supposed to be serving God clean, not dirty. Lord, you mean to tell me you are particular? Everybody look around at the walls. They're white. Remember when they were darker? Couldn't hardly no light. We had hardly have no light in here. But when we paint the wall white, it reflect light. We're supposed to reflect God when we go out there in the world. So we got to make sure we don't let our flesh cause us to protect a negative message instead of a positive message. We're positive. You can be upset, but you don't supposed to be upset like the sinner. You can be down in the dumps and be depressed. You don't be depressed like the sinner. Leave him and him alone. Ain't talking about peanuts. Leave the liquor where it belongs. Not in a saint's hand. God came to make a difference. He's looking for dead saints that got the good news. Well, you know, I got a mailman that sometimes that don't want to pick up my mail. I start to call in on the rest. Because I got him on the camera walking by my house. Set my camera off. But wouldn't pick up the mail. 
But you know what? You can't do that to the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, I fell right in the laps, Jesus. I laid on them. They jumped and shouted. They hollered glory. They hollered amen. And they didn't do nothing. Mm, somebody, somebody, somebody. Tell him to get back on his message. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus is the savior of man. God ain't making a difference between you and nobody else. He come to save anybody that needs it and anybody that wants it. If somebody ain't saved, they don't want it. Folks out there in the streets trying to use the words of the church to convict folks and keep folks giving them their dollar. May God bless you. How are you going to bless God and curse God at the same time? You ain't even doing the first thing. He told that a man don't work, he don't eat. So you ain't fooling me. I'm just giving the dollar out of the kindness of my heart. And so, sin came into the world because Adam broke the law. When you and I break the connection from God, you can't help but fall backwards fast. But we don't realize There is no more sacrifice for sin. Because Jesus is the sacrifice that was given before the foundation of the world. If you don't accept his, you can't get it from nobody else. That's why he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. That's good news for you and me. Whatever your ills are, whatever your struggles are, whatever your problem is, take it to Jesus. You know, I ain't going to let you talk about me, but I sure will talk about me to God. Ah, God, if God would tell, tell on me, tell me, he, he, he do a pretty good job talking about himself, so I don't have to. The old church used to tell us, let's have a little talk with Jesus and tell him all about our troubles, and he will hear our fans cry, and he will fix it by and by. Ain't nothing changed. Now you just don't want to talk. You know, it, it, it's bad when you go to the doctor and first thing he's going to ask you is, what's wrong? What can I do for you? You go in there and holler nothing. Ain't nothing wrong. 
If you don't tell me, I can't help. And see, that's why a lot of times we go to the doctor and get the wrong diagnosis because we're too ashamed to tell what the real, the whole totality of the problems. If you've got a problem in a certain area and you're too ashamed to tell them, and you got him looking at your head when he ought to be at your foot, you're in trouble. Because the pain for your feet might kill you if you're supposed to be using it for your head. Lord, I've got a problem. And according to your word, you are the fixer. Fix it or me, Jesus. But you know what I found out all the time? It's you that got the problem. So you need to be pliable so he can fix you. You need to be fixed and you need to be fixed bad. You do know a lot of times sickness is there a long time before you get those symptoms. It's just a sign now that the disease has gotten worse. Because I know I was a diabetic for a while. The way my blood sugar was, because I was tearing up some stuff going and coming. But you know what the problem was? I went to an ophthalmologist. And the ophthalmologist told me, uh, how long you been having this for? Oh, it's been just a few days. I don't know why my eye can't hardly see. You need to see your primary care doctor. Because you may be a diabetic. Look at who you, you reaching out for all kinds of help instead of Jesus. Your unsaved folk ain't going to tell you the real truth. They're going to tell you, stay out here with me. Come back out here. Let's go get a drink. It, life is rough for all of us. Don't go to church. You tired? I'm tired. Let Jesus come to the house and see if he can heal us from the house. Let's go get another job rather than asking God, what can we do to fix this job? Can, will you please, please talk to them and let them give me a raise? Because most of the time, all you need is 25 cent more. And you're going to run all the way across town, get a part-time job, and, if, if, and then you ain't calculated the gas and all this other stuff that you're going to have to do now. Because now, you need more than that. You got to buy gas because you got to go further. Always overdoing it, trying to save our flesh. I got some good news. You ain't got to do all that. Lord, help me. Lord, what do I need to do? You know what I'm saying? might just say 10%, pay it. <laughs> 
Pay the 10%. Give love offering. No, but not only that, he'll tell you to go bless a saint. And he will multiply after you bless a saint like nobody's business. Because guess what? The wealth belongs to the kingdom. It don't belong to you. no salvation in any of it. Paul said in 1 Timothy 2 4 and 5 for these for there is one God one mediator between God and man the Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified and do see he ransomed you. The devil didn't want to let you go. He paid the price of the ransom. And you acting like you all standoffish. He pulled you out. Lord, no wonder I could. You might hear like me try to get free on my own. Pray, Lord, I ain't going to do it no more. Lord, I ain't going to do it no more. Lord, I ain't going to do it even before nightfall. Lord, I did it again. I couldn't save myself for nothing. And then I had more folks that I called friends. They sabotaged the self-salvation. Oh, you know you want to hit this. Oh, you know you want some more of this. Oh, I got your favorite, man. Come on over. I got some good news. He bought your ransom. You didn't walk out on your own. When do you know the devil throwing some saints back, a sinner's back? He want to keep you until you die. And he ain't going to even let you up on your deathbed because you're going to lie on your deathbed. Lord, if you raise me up, I'll serve you. I said, wait a minute now. You done lived 99 years? And you mean to tell me I gave you, I don't know, what, 20, 30 years of grace? And you talking about if I raise you up, you'll serve me? Somebody's lying and showing me. As a tree Fall, so it lies. But I got some good news. You ain't got to go down like that. Jesus qualified to be our Savior for the following reason. He is fully God. Isaiah 43 Verse 10 and 11 says, Beside the Lord God, there is no Savior. Jesus, however, is called the mighty God. Isaiah 9 and 6, and our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus 2 and 13. It takes God to save sinners.
And may I add, save me from me. You know what I found out? You can't get me off unless I let you. But I'll let me get off trying to watch you. So, he is fully man. 1 Timothy 2 and 4. Only as a man could Jesus pay the price for the sin of mankind. One man's sin and another man that had no sin had to die. If you look at us humans, we can have all kinds of diseases just growing in our bodies. By what we ate. So that the worst bite that you could get is from a man. They have all kinds of bacteria and stuff growing in their mouth. Now, with just those two examples, now you wonder why he couldn't find nobody else to save you. The devil would have to come back every year like he did with the Lamb. Hey, that ain't good enough. <laughs> I got Fanard again this year. What you gonna do, Lord? I got Robert back at the eating chicken legs at the. What you going to do again, Lord? What you going to do again? See, we should not have the same struggles year after year. We should not be trying. And, and, and God forbid that if y'all fall into this mess that they got on going on now, get rebaptized. You better not come here talking about getting no rebaptized. You better go over there where they do that at. Jesus died once and for all. If you can't keep yourself, why am I going to waste my time baptizing you? You say go baptize it once a year for the remission of your sin. So, so don't, 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 don't come in with that mess that they got going on. If being baptized into his death one time can't save you, three or four times, the devil really gonna be laughing. Because guess what? If you ain't repented and done it right, it ain't going to do no good anyway. And so the problem ain't with the, pro with, the, uh, with the formula, it's with the individual. Individual, get it right. Need to hit him with a bucket full of water. I'm talking about one of them, one of them cast iron ones. We, 